all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. Hey everybody, it is time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. Prayer is going to be amazing as it always is. Come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video. When you share, people get saved. It is just that simple. We're adding our Instagram fam. They are about to come in. Bam, bam, jam. Oh, jam. Jam, daddy, jam for me. Listen, come on in, everybody. We're about to pray. Prayer is going to be amazing as it always is. We see God move in amazing, amazing ways, and we are super excited about it. Come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share this video. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share this video. When you do that, people's lives literally are changed, and people come to the Lord and to God. Be the glory for that. Come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share this video. We are live on the Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Church YouTube, Bishop Foreman Harvest Church Facebook, Bishop Foreman Harvest Church Instagram, and uh, Periscope. Periscope has one more week left. We have one more prayer, and then one more Wednesday at Live, March 31st, is the last day that Periscope will be active, and so we're going to stay on there as long as we can, and then we will move on. So I want to encourage, if you do watch on Periscope, make sure you go follow us on one of our other channels. Best thing to do is get the Harvest app. How do you do that? You text the word Harvest to the phone number 55498. Again, text the word Harvest to the phone number 55498. And when you do that, you can stay connected to all things Harvest, to all things Harvest. All right. Listen, let me say this. Um, if you don't have our app, we want you to get our app. So many great resources in there, uh, messages, music, and more that you can access to, uh, have access to and avail yourself to. It's going to speak life into your life. How do you do that? Text the word Harvest to 55498 or go to Church. Dot church, and you can connect with us that way. It will be a blessing for you. And let me also ask this question. Oh, let me also forget, not forget, our Uncommon Gospel Radio Network family. Duh. Let's welcome them, y'all. Uh, we love Bernadette and her husband, amazing uh, man and woman of God. They do amazing work, and uh, we love and appreciate them, uh, and uh, we appreciate them for all of what they do in helping to reach people uh, for the glory of God. All right, so come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share this video tonight. What do we do? Every Monday night, we gather together for one hour, and we pray. Where do we get this concept from? Jesus, in his most defining moment of life, Jesus said, to those that were closest to him, could you not pray with me for one hour? Can I just get some of y'all to put a number one on the screen? Type a number one on the screen. Could you not pray with me for one hour? Jesus said, 
to those that were closest to him. Uh, so we see there's a pattern in prayer. And when we pray, we don't just speak. I need you to type this, God responds. So here's how we pray. We're going to pray, then I'm going to give you revelation. We pray, I give you revelation. We pray, I give you revelation. Prayer is not a monologue. Mono meaning one where you just talk and say in Jesus' name, amen. When you grew up in church, that's how you were taught to pray. Where you do a bunch of talking and then you say in Jesus' name, amen. That's not prayer. What that is is a monologue. Prayer is a dialogue where God responds. I need you to type, he's responding. He's responding. He's responding. And so that's how we pray when we gather together every Monday night across America and around the world. And then, of course, you can get prayer on our podcast as well as the majority of people don't aren't necessarily on prayer live. The majority of people actually are on prayer through our um through our uh, through on demand uh, resources and things like that, so uh, that's how we pray. All right, two things you're going to hear me have you to do a lot of. One, I'm going to have you to type a lot. Second, I'm going to have you to say a lot. Uh, I have you say a lot. Proverbs eighteen twenty one: Life and death are in the power of your tongue. You have to say it. So I want you to release these words over your life. My next twelve will be my best twelve. Release those words. Type them on the screen. My next twelve will be my best twelve. Your next twelve what? Here's what's amazing about that statement. That could be your next 12 seconds, your next 12 minutes. When I say it, I'm talking about your next 12 months. But the reality is, is what you're doing is you're always speaking and what's ahead is better than what's been. What's ahead is better than what's been. What's coming is better than what's been. What God is about to do for you is greater than what has been done for you. He goes from glory to glory from faith to faith, and from level to level. All right, what's going on, Dr. Cisco? All right, so I need you to speak that out of your mouth. My next 12 will be my best 12. Say it, y'all. Say it and type it. Type it and say it. My next 12 will be my best 12. There are those that may say, well, Bishop, I don't believe in just speaking good stuff. Well, you should read your Bible. The Bible says that we are in the image and likeness of God. The Hebrew word, the teshalam. He is a speaking spirit. Anything that he wanted done, he spoke it, and his words became his hands, which got it done. I'll say it again. His words became his hands, which got it done. God never once formed a tree. He spoke a tree. He never once formed a mountain. He spoke a mountain. He never once formed anything. He spoke it, and what he spoke, it was. What he spoke, it was. What it spoke, it was. What he spoke, it was. And so since we are in his image and his likeness, we got to speak it so that we see it. We got to speak it so that we see it, all right? Second thing you're going to hear me uh, have you to do a lot of is typing things. Scripture says in Matthew that wherever two or three touch on agreeing anything, it shall be done for them. So you're going to hear me have you type a lot because when you type it, what you're literally doing is that you are giving it access uh, to be in your life and we are agreeing with one another. An agreement is so powerful that you can agree on something wrong and it get done because of the power of agreement. Case in point, at the Tower of Babel, the Bible says, and because they were all in agreement that nothing would be withheld from them. Did you hear what I said? Babel means confusion. It's the place where God confused their languages. Nimrod was the leader of the time. And they were building this tower unto heavens. They said they're going to make themselves great. God did not have a power with them building. He had a power with them building and they were trying to do it without him. Listen to me. What God's about to do in your life, don't you try to do this without God. Come on, type this on the screen. Lord, I need you. Father, we start prayer out tonight, uh, God, declaring our dependence on you. It's our declaration, not of independence, but our declaration of dependence on you. You are our source. You are our king. You are our God. You are our father. You are our protector. You are our provider. And we are dependent on you. And we look to you as the source of our strength. We look to you as a source of our wisdom. We look to you. We declare our dependence on you. Lord, we need you. We need you to guide and order and direct our steps. And when you say jump, we will respond. But how high? When you move, we'll move just like that. We are not independent of you. We declare our dependence on you. So everything we do, we say, get the glory. Come on, y'all, let's pray. We say, God, get the glory out of everything that we do. 
Everything we succeed at, get the glory. Everything we fail at, get the glory. Everywhere we have victory, get the glory. Everywhere we go through a valley, get the glory. Everywhere where there is great success, get the glory. Anywhere we may feel shame, get the glory. Get the glory out of our lives. And we thank you for it now. We declare our dependence on you. And we declare that what we are doing, we're not trying to do independent of you. We're not trying to do separate from you. But we are doing it with you. You said that you are the God that works miracles. That means we got to work with you. And we say, God, work with us to get miracles done. Work with us to get miracles done. We are open. We are ready. And we are available. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, on every platform, I need you to just say yes, Lord. Come on, wherever you're at. If you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from. Share this video tonight. When you share, people get saved. When you share, people get saved. When you share, people get saved. All right. So I need you to make sure that you do that tonight. Let me say a couple of uh, other quick things real quickly before we go further in prayer tonight. If you're in the Atlanta area, I would absolutely love for you to be a part of the Harvest Church Atlanta launch team. In fact, we're getting ready to pray over all of these. These are all uh, of our Atlanta launch team registrants. Those that have said, I want to be a part of the Harvest Church Atlanta launch team. All of this is that. And we're about to cover it in prayer. We're about to cover it in prayer. We're going to cover every single one of them. In prayer right now. Father, in Jesus' name, we cover the Harvest Church Atlanta, everything about this project and this expansion, we cover it under the blood. And God, we cover every single registrant that's a part of this launch team and that's signed up. And we pray, God, that not only would they be faithful and get involved, but God, that they would invite other people to get involved with us on this journey called the expansion of Harvest Church Atlanta, God. We pray that you would use us in that region. While there are many churches, God, and we thank you for that, there are still 60% of the people in that area that are unchurched and de-churched. That means they've never been in church or they were in church and they've fallen away. And God, we know that if you're taking a harvest there, that's because you want to see a great harvest of souls. So we pray, God, that you would pave the way. Get it ready. We declare that they are waiting on us. That Atlanta, that region, that metro area is waiting on us. Come on, somebody say they're waiting. They are waiting on us now in the name of Jesus, God. We pray that the army will be locked and loaded and ready to go. In Jesus' name, God, we rebuke any distraction. We rebuke all frustration. We rebuke mess. We rebuke drama. We rebuke anything. Father, we declare that every delay has been to our benefit, but we declare the delay is over. We declare that the delay is over. And so God, I lay my hands. Can you stretch your hands towards your TV screen, your computer screen, wherever you're at? I lay my hands, God, over every single one of these that have registered to be a part of our launch team now. And in Jesus' name, I pray, God, that they will be connected. They would be, That connection will be fortified even now, even digitally, God. I pray that nothing would separate them, that they have recognized and heard the voice of their shepherd, and that by the time we get there, God, the army is ready and waiting, God, so that we can move quickly. And we declare that what you do through harvest this year, God, it will be more than any of the prior years you have done. Why? Because we want you to get the glory. This is for you. This is not about building up Bishop Foreman. This is not about self-aggrandization. This is about you. This is about your kingdom being established. This is about your kingdom being expanded. In the name of Jesus, Father, draw from the north, the south, the east, the west. Father, black people, white people, Hispanics, Asians, every race, every creed, every background, unchurched, dechurched, even those that people try to throw away and toss away, God. We pray that they would find a home at harvest. They would find 
a home at harvest. Come on, I need y'all praying with me. That they would find a home at harvest. And for that, we say thank you. 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 Right now, in the name of Jesus, can I just get, even if you're not a part of harvest, can you just type this on the screen? Say, use us, Lord. Use us, Lord. If I'm not your pastor, if I'm not your bishop, that's fine. Whoever your pastor, bishop is, I just need you to say, use us, Lord. Use us, Lord. You are literally on the earth. The scripture says in the books of Corinthians, it says that we are ambassadors that are pleading to those that do not know the Lord to come to him, be reconciled to Christ. And so we pray that God would do that work now. Come on, let's go further on this prayer. God, every high place, every obstacle, bring it low. Every low place where it looks like there's going to be a low, we pray that you would make it level. What does that mean, God? That you would allow the work that we do, God, that you would give us the grace to make it easy. Come on, somebody say grace to make it easy. That you give us the grace, God, to make it easy. That you give us the grace, God, that it would not be difficult, that it would not be uh, 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 extra stressful, that it would not come with any foolery, but God, that you would get the glory out of it right now in Jesus' name. Father, prepare that area and not just Atlanta, God, but even beyond. This is, we got digital family across America. And around the world, God, we pray that that digital family would be connected and that, God, we would be connected to reach more people. I pray, God, that you would cause us all to flow and like an evangelist. Come on, y'all, let's pray. Make us all an evangelist. You told Timothy, who was the office of the bishop, he was the overseer. But you told him, God, to do the work of the evangelist. What does that mean? Go and compel them to come. I pray, God, that even over these next couple of weeks as we go through Passover and Easter, God, that you would compel people to come. I call forth a great harvest of souls. In the name of Jesus, I need you to type the initials of every person you know right now that is not saved, number one, or number two, has fallen away from the Lord, or number three, they're not sure. I need you to put their initials on every platform right now in the name of Jesus, God. And we call forth a harvest. Your word says in John chapter nine, that no man comes to the Lord unless the spirit draw him. So we say, draw, draw God, draw out of whatever circumstances you got to draw. Draw out of the bars, draw out of the clubs, draw out of mess, draw out of drama, draw out of um, false religions, draw out of bad relationships. Whatever you have to do, God, we say draw. Come on, y'all pray with me. We say draw in the name of Jesus. We sit in the seat of the intercessor. The, they are those that go to you on behalf of those that cannot go on their own. We sit in that seat, God, and we say draw. We sit in that seat, God, and we say bring them unto yourself. We are not selfish Christians. Come on, y'all. Let's pray every platform. Let's go. We are not selfish Christians. We are not Christians that are only in it for what we can get. We are not Christians that are chasing a blessing. No, we have graduated. We are Genesis 12 Christians. You bless us to be a blessing. Come on. You bless us to be a blessing. Come on. You bless us to be a blessing. We ain't coming to get a blessing. We come to bring blessing. And I pray that our mentality would shift to that way, God, that everywhere we go at the Kroger, we're ambassadors. At the, at the Target, we're evangelists. God, at, at, at the mall, we're evangelists. At the amusement park, we're evangelists. At the family barbecue, we're evangelists. In the street, we're evangelists. On the phone, we're evangelists. On the Zoom meeting, we're evangelists. Use us, God, and get the glory out of our lives tonight. The only thing, God, and for the rest of our days, the only thing, God, that we can take with us are the souls that we bring to you. And we pray, God, that you would use us as a soul winner. Your word says, come on, let's pray, y'all. In Acts chapter 8, there was a man named Philip. 
and fill up God while he sat in the seat of the deacon of a servant. I pray God that we would have the mentality to serve. Wherever we are, we would serve. We would never be above serving. Your word says that the greatest among you would be your servants. And we declare that we are servants tonight, God. And he sat in that seat of servanthood. But the scripture says he goes to the city and he preaches and great joy comes to the whole city and the whole city gets saved. I pray, God, that you would give us city-saving grace. Come on, y'all. You would give us city-saving grace right here in Denver. Type your city, wherever your city is, wherever you're at, that you would give us city-saving grace, God, that it would matter that we existed. That it would matter that we existed. That it would matter that we existed beyond cast cars and clothes. We are not cast cars and clothes, Christians. We are bigger than that, God. We are not chasing things, God. It's all right for us to have things, God, but it's not okay for things to have us. You said Matthew 6.33, and if we seek ye first the kingdom... That's how you do things. That's heaven's attributes on earth, that all things would be added unto us. So when we make what's important to you important to us, you add all things. Come on, y'all. I need you to type all things on every platform. He's adding all things to you that you need. He's adding the resources you need. He's adding the people that you need. He's adding the money that you need. He's adding the stuff that you need. He's adding the skill that you need. He's giving you the team that you need. He will add all things to you if what's important to him it's important to you first. And God, there's five things you said. It's our time. That's our church attendance. It's our treasure. That's our faithful giving. It's our testimony. That's inviting people to church. It's our uh, uh, thirst. That's our prayer, praise, and worship. And it is our talent that is serving in church, God. When we make those five things important to us because they're important to you, you would give us all things. I declare that we are shalom. Y'all, I feel like prayer tonight. We are shalom and nothing is missing and nothing is broken and nothing is lacking and all is well and nothing is missing and nothing is broken and nothing is lacking and all is well and nothing is missing and nothing is broken and nothing is lacking and all is well. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus name. Come on, let's take a break. Come on, somebody say amen. Can I get you to release a digital praise across every platform that we're on right now? Every platform release a digital praise. Listen, what's a digital praise? It's computer love. You know what I'm saying? Put a computer love on the brace. Put a hallelujah. Put the hands up emojis. Do something to let the Lord know that you are grateful and that you are thankful to the Lord. Let me say this also tonight uh, as we are praying. Don't forget, every Monday night we gather together for one hour to pray. Uh, the concept is called command your week prayer because you're getting a hold of the week before the week gets a hold of you. You're getting a hold of the day before the day gets a hold of you. Too often you let the day set you, you don't set the day. Too often you let the week set you, you don't set the week. And I need you to know you're not a punk. I need you to know that you are strong, that you are courageous. The Bible says, Proverbs 28, that the righteous are as bold as a lion, which means you get a hold of it. And this concept of prayer, I've taught on it several times before. You can get your hands on it uh, uh, very quickly through the messages called literally Command Your Day or Command Your Week there in our app there on our YouTube channel. So you can understand the concept. The, the concept was simple, is that in the Bible, the, a new day began the night before. So if you grew up in church, you would talk, pray early in the morning. That's good, but the problem is the day is half over. So technically about 6 p.m. the day before, and the evening and the morning, read Genesis, it says they were the first day and so on. So when you pray, you do not wait to pray into the morning of, it's too late. Somebody say it's too late. You instead pray the night prior so that you set the course of the day. 
And when you take this approach to prayer, you will not get punked by your day. You will not get worn out by your day. You will know that anything that comes to you, if it got past prayer, that means it's about to work for your good. Come on. Father, anything that gets past prayer, it's a Romans 8:28 situation. It's about to work together for our good. Anything that gets past prayer, it's a Romans 8:28 situation. It's about to work for our good. Anything that gets past prayer, I'm going to say it a third time. It's a Romans 8:28 situation. It's about to work together for our good. We will not let our days punk us. We will not let them intimidate us. We will not uh, let our day make us sad. We will not let our day made it make us schadenfreude. <laughs> uh, that's a negative emotion. We like to see other people do bad that have done you bad. No. But in Jesus' name, we declare that we have authority. We have authority. You said you give us power and love and a sound mind. You have not given us a spirit of fear. Fear there in the Greek, phobio. You've not made us afraid. Please say, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Or say, I'm not scared. Or you got three options, never scared. I'm not afraid. I'm not scared. Or never scared. We are not afraid, but we will be bold and we will be strong because you are with us. And if God be for us, who would dare be against us? And if God be for us, who would dare be against us? And if God be for us, who would dare be against us? Let me thank you for that now in Jesus' name. Listen, guys, if you haven't shared, share. On Instagram, click the little um, the little triangle that's to the side. You can share, put it, send it to somebody's DM, text it to somebody so they can watch on both of the Instagrams, Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, call somebody, text them, let them know to tune in right now. And then if you are on any of our Facebooks, our YouTubes, Periscope, any of that, Click the share button and also do this. Click the button so you get notified when we go live. The majority of people that watch prayer, matter of fact, the majority of people that watch all of our broadcasts, watch them on demand. And so I recognize the power of on demand because of a variety of schedules and things like that. But I want to encourage you to always set aside this time every Monday night. I keep it consistent so that you can depend on it being the same. I don't think there's ever been one day you can say, actually, I don't think it's been since we've been doing on Monday nights. Or you can say we missed. Guys, the pandemic, uh, a year ago, shutdowns began. Denver, a shutdown began March 15th. Now, once did we stop? Now, I kept preaching live. Of course, we had to reduce the number of people in the building. But I kept preaching live. I kept doing a 915, 1115. The Lord said, son, stay consistent. He said, do not let the pandemic change what you produce. I'm going to say that again. Don't let the pandemic change what you produce. Don't let it change your what you're doing. In fact, use it as time to go further, faster. Father, you said that we would prosper during this pandemic. And prosperity, God, we know is bigger than stuff. It's bigger than cash. It's bigger than money. Prosperity, God, it literally is that word shalom that we've mentioned in prayer. And we pray, God, that that's what we've done throughout this pandemic and we will continue to do it until the pandemic comes to its cessation and we would prosper. Please say, I am prospering. Please type it, I am prospering. Please type it, I am prospering. We are prospering, God. Nothing is missing. Nothing is broken. Nothing is lacking. And all is well in our lives. And we thank you for that now in Jesus' name. Somebody says, we appreciate that, not missing. That's right, guys. Listen, the role of leadership, every leader, listen to me, the role of leadership is to be the consistent thing in a person's life in the midst of inconsistent things. I'm going to say that again. The role of leadership, and here's the challenge, leaders, is because you may have inconsistency in the people around you, but you must remain consistent. Listen to me, every business owner, every pastor, Every bishop, uh, every entrepreneur, you must remain consistent. Every mother, every father, every leader, 
You must remain consistent. Even if you got inconsistency around you, even if you got flaky, janky folk around you, you got to be consistent. Even if you got people that are up and down, you must remain consistent. Can you please type that on the screen? I am consistent. And Father, we pray that we are consistent in the right things. We are not consistent just in the in, in, in negative things because consistency can be a negative trait if it's in the wrong things. You can be consistently late. You can be consistently rebellious. You can be consistently a mess. You can be consistently a gossip. You can be, but God, we declare that we are consistent in the right things. We are consistent in the things of God. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. But despite what may be happening around us, we are the consistent thing. We can be dependent on. We can be, uh, faith can be placed in us because we will produce in the name of Jesus. Come on. I am consistent. If you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from. Share this thing tonight. If you're in Atlanta, uh, um, uh, that's where I start, got started. We prayed over all of our launch team registrations. We just covered all of these in prayer. And if you're in the uh, if you're in the Atlanta area, I'd love for you to be a part of our Harvest Church Atlanta launch team. How do you do that? You're going to text the word HCATL. Join this team. I have these with me in the studio because I am praying over every one of these. And uh, and now uh, the work begins. Come on here, this is exciting. Now the work begins. As we begin uh, to move forward in this project. And so if you're in Atlanta, like I sign up for the launch team. Of course, you get our updates via text, via email. But I just want you to know I'm so excited. You've heard from our team already. You've been called. You've been emailed just so that you know you were connected. But I want for you to just know. I cannot wait to meet you in person. And for many of you, I'll be talking to you personally uh, over the next few weeks. All right. So if you're in Atlanta, we'd love for you to do that. How do you do that? Can I get a few to type this on every platform? Text the word. Y'all already on it for me. Come on. Text H-C-A-T-L as in Harvest Church Atlanta, H-C-A-T-L to 55498. Amen. And I just tell you, that is more than what I started with in Denver. With Denver, we started from scratch with nothing. Let that be a testimony that it does not matter how you start. It just matters how you play the hand you've been given. How many of you wave at me if you feel like you were not given a great hand to start in whatever it is you're doing? Maybe it's family, maybe it's business. Wave at me. If you're like, Bishop, I was not given a great hand to start. It's okay. That's not complaining. You're just being a realist about the hand you were given. Wave at me. There's an anointing on me to take nothing and turn it into something. Wow. There's an anointing on me to take nothing and turn it into something. Okay. Wave at me. Wave at me. Wave at me. I want to cover you in prayer tonight. I'm going to cover you in prayer because there's a grace that it takes to take nothing and turning into something and take a bad hand and play it well. All right, let me cover you. Father, I cover every single hand that's lifted across every platform right now. And I pray, God, that even if they've been given, God, a bad hand, even if they've been given an unfavorable hand, I pray, God, that you would give them the wisdom. I pray that you would give them, Father, uh, the foresight. You, you would give them, Father, the skill necessary to take the bad hand and play it well, but take nothing and to turn it into something. I pray for every single hand that's lifted. I pray that you change their perspective. Come on, y'all, let's pray. I pray that you change how they view it, that you change how they look at it, that you change how they handle it, that you change how they deal with it, that they would not see it as punishment. They would see it as being picked. They would not see it as negative, but they would see it, God, as a positive. That they do not see it, God, as a bad thing. They would see it as a good thing, God, that you literally pick them like you picked Job. Job was still given a bad deal, but he played it well. Come on, y'all. Let's pray. Let's pray. God, this is good to me. 
Just like David, David was given a bad hand, but he played it well. He was given a hand of rejection. He was given the hand of being talked about by his own siblings. He was given the hand of having to fight Goliath, but that's because you were going to trust him with the kingdom. God, we pray just like Joseph. Joseph was given a bad hand. He was given the hand of having great dreams, but his family not understanding it. He was given the hand, God, where he was given great uh, uh, great spiritual gifts. He had the ability to interpret dreams, God, uh, but he was also lied on. He was also placed into prison. They had him locked up, God, but he took that hand and he became the prime minister. The Bible says you made him as a father to Pharaoh. My God. I pray, God, that where we were on the back end, God, that you make us on the front end. You said you make the head, uh, you make uh, the first will be last, the last will be first, God. We pray that we are always the head, never the tail. That we were always above and never beneath. That we would take a bad hand and play it well. Uh, we would take a bad hand and play it well. Come on, y'all. We would take a bad hand and play it well. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, I just need you. Let's take a break. Let's go up in the spirit and just release a praise on every platform. Come on, release a praise on every platform. Type it in, type it in, type it in, type it in, type it in. I need you to say it and type it. Type it and say it, say it and type it. Come on, I know I'm moving fast. Y'all got to go with me tonight. I am stirred in prayer. That's what happens when you can work out right before prayer. Listen, come on, come on. I need you to type it. Type it and say it, say it and type it. Release a praise right there. Yes, you were dealt a bad hand, but that taught you how to do it. Can I tell you what that did? It's like chicken pox. Once you got it, you can't have it again. Once you've been given a bad hand, any future bad hand you get, you say, that ain't nothing. You will look at it and you'll know exactly what to do. You've been given skills in Jesus' name. Everybody, listen, there's a movie that I like. I think it's called... Um, I don't even remember the name of it now because I haven't watched it in a while. Um, but the movie uh, Taken was the name of the movie. Anybody remember that? Wave at me if you remember that movie. Or just say, I remember that movie Taken. He had Liam Neeson in it. And, um, and Liam Neeson, they had kidnapped his daughter. And when they kidnapped his daughter, they picked up the phone. The kidnappers on one line. And then Liam, 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 Nace, um, Liam Neeson, whatever his character's name was, here's what he says. He says this. He said this. Now, I'm not claiming this, but this part he said, he said he didn't have a lot of he said he didn't have a lot of resources. He said he says, but one thing he has. Come on, y'all. God, I want to run. He says one thing he has. He says, I have a set of skills. Come on. You need to type skills in all caps. I have a set of skills. And he says, I will find you. He says, and I will kill you. What he was saying is, let me just tell you something. You may think that you're getting over on me because I don't have the resources. You may think that you're getting over me because this, that, and the other. He said, but I got some skills and I need you to know you have some skills. You have had to go through hell and high water, trials, tribulations, mess, drama, and it gave you some skills. You know how to handle it now. That's why when people threaten to walk out on you like, baby, I'm good. Why? I got skills. I know how to make it on my own. Mm. I know how to build it by myself. I know how to get it done without everything you think that I need. I need you to type every platform, all caps, skills. I have skills. Skill. You have skills. You have skills. You know how to take a peanut butter and jelly and make it gourmet. You know how to take a refund check and pay your debt off, put seed in the ground, pay your tithes, and be a blessing to somebody else. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. You've got skills. Y'all excuse me. Say, what is that language he's speaking? Please go get our series because I'm mindful that you may not know what I'm doing. That's called Unknown Tongues. I have a whole series called Ghost uh, in our app, in our podcast, and on our YouTube page that will teach you what that language is. 
That is literally when God skips your mind and speaks directly to himself. God in you speaks to God in the third heaven. He bypasses your mind because if you knew what you were praying, there's some stuff you would not pray. If you knew what you were saying, there's some stuff you would not say. So when you pray in an unknown tongue, it is God praying in you for you. Come on here. It is God praying in you for you. All right. Jesus, this is good to me tonight. Um, Let me say uh, this real quickly. I want you to type your prayer request on every platform tonight. If you have a prayer request, listen, let me give you three types of prayer real quick. Pray means to ask. That's for you. Second type of prayer is supplication. That's for another Christian. Third type of prayer, that's intercession. That's for unsaved. We've already interceded. When you pray, this is not, don't pray. I'm praying for my sister, my cousin, my uncle, my brother. Mm -mm. We're going to supplicate in a minute. Right now, this is for you. Whatever your prayer request is right now, I want you to type it on every platform. I want to cover your prayer request right now. I want to cover your prayer request right now. Whatever it is, you're praying for you. To pray means to ask, and that's for you. I want you to pray for you right fast, all right? I want you to get that on here because sometimes we run out of time and I can't get those. I want to get them in here right now. Type in your prayer request wherever you're at. While you're typing those, I'm going to begin to cover them. Father, in Jesus' name, I cover every single prayer request on every platform tonight. And I thank you, God, that you are the God that answers prayer. I thank you, God, that you are the God that hears and you are the God that responds. And so tonight, in the name of Jesus, I pray that as they are typing their request, that you would hear them and you would respond, that you would hear them and you would respond, that you would hear them and you would respond, that you would hear them, God, and you would respond, that you would hear them, God. And you would respond tonight in the name of Jesus. I pray, God, that you would give them strategy. You're the God that when we pray, you give us strategy. We don't just pray things. You give us strategy. You give us steps to take. You give us seeds to sow. You give us calls to make. You give us emails to send. You give us next steps. And so, God, in the name of Jesus, that is what we pray tonight, God, that you would hear our request and that you would give us strategy to those requests. I see requests for promotion. I see requests for promotion. I see requests for protection. Come on. What to do financially, new business collaborations and connections. Can I stretch everybody praying tonight? Can I get you to be as specific as possible? The scripture says that the effective fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. Let's break it down. Righteous. Romans says he has made you righteous. That means you're in right standing with God. So when we pray, we can go to God boldly because we're in right standing with him. I don't have to go fearful. I am the son of the most high God. You are the daughter of the most high God. You do not have to be fearful. But secondly, effective and fervent. Fervent means passionate. God says, if you ain't, if you don't believe it, hush. He said, if you're not going to be passionate about what you're praying for, hush. That's why when you see me fired up for prayer, that's not just who he got a lot of energy, child. No, that is a spiritual principle. The fervent prayers of the righteous, they get stuff done. That means God says you have to be passionate. Come on. And then secondly, or thirdly rather, effective. That means strategic. You have to be specific. You have to be specific. Can I get you? Can I stretch some of you to be as specific as possible? Sometimes people pray things like this, Lord, just bless me. He's already done that. That's not specific. What type of blessing? Because the word blessing means to empower. So sometimes an answer to the prayer of blessing you is literally putting you in a situation where you feel like you are uh, um, like you have no power, so you can just so you can see how empowered you are. Sometimes people will pray for strength. You got me. But when you pray for strength, what they will do is put weight and pressure on you, so th- so that you can see the level of strength that you have. So I want to stretch you to be as specific and strategic on every platform tonight as you can. And God, we thank you for these requests. And we thank you, God. And we thank you, God, that as we are specific and strategic, the effective, fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. Come on, Harvest YouTube. Come on, Bishop Foreman YouTube. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. 
I mean, Instagrams, come on Facebook, come on YouTube, come on every platform. Be as specific as you can. Be as specific as you can. Be as specific as you can. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let's shift to supplication. I want you to put a prayer request for somebody else now. That's supplication. It's a supplement to the prayer of another believer. I want you to type that on every platform. Father, we make supplication now for others, Lord, that we know that our believers, God, we back them up. That's what supplication is. It is back up in the spirit. We back them up tonight and we let them know, God, they are not by themselves, but we are standing with them. They are not by themselves, God, but we are fighting with them and we are praying with them. And we pray now. God, that you would move on their behalf, that you would move on their behalf, that you would show them what they need to see, even the things they've been ignoring, God, that you would show that to them, God, in the name of Jesus. We are their backup. And as we are so being somebody else's backup, we know somebody else is sowing being our backup. Here's what we're about to do. On whatever platform you're on, I just need you to look at somebody. Don't You don't need their name. Just whatever handle you see, just type the first letter of their handle, their handle, whatever you see. So like I see God bless, God bless family pizza over on the church room. God's ready writer. I see lady green, Chesley. Uh, 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 T, whatever, uh, uh, Mr. Dream. I see that. Just type the first letter of whatever platform that you are on of somebody else's handle. What are you doing? You're showing them that you are sowing into them supplication. And as you sow it into somebody else, it is going to be sown into you. Come on, y'all. We're about to do this thing tonight. Let's go. Father, we make supplication right now for others. We make supplication. We back them up. We sow it into them. And as we sow it into them, God, we know that it is being done for us, God. As we type their initial of their handle, God, we know that it is sending a signal to them that we are with them. They are not by themselves. Even as we're gathered together digitally from places all around the doggone world, we thank you, God, that we are walking together united. And Psalm 133 says, where there is unity, there is a commanded blessing. There is a commanded blessing. There is a commanded blessing. Come on, y'all. There is a commanded blessing. As we are typing the initials of other people's handles, God, there's a commanded blessing because there's unity, which means, God, what is a commanded blessing? That means, God, that you will force this thing. Come on. You will force this thing. We pray that this week you would force some things in our favor, that this week, you would force some hands. My God, you would force some hands in our favor. You would force some yeses. Come on. You would force some doors to open. I need you to pray with me tonight. It's a commanded blessing, God, that you would force a fa the force of favor would manifest and it would manifest quickly. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus name. Can I get every platform to just release another praise? Let's go up, y'all. Come on. Let's release another praise right there. A hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. A fire. The, little, the prayer hands, the hands up emoji, whatever you got to release. I need you to put that on there. That's Psalm 133. He commands the blessing. That means he forces it. That means that means even if there's resistance, he overthrows the resistance. I pray because of our prayers for one another tonight, God, that you would force, that you would overthrow resistance. God, I want to run. That you would overthrow resistance. 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 Where they came in at one number, God. That tonight while we're praying, you'd make them drop that number down. 
where they quoted one price, God, that tonight while we're praying, you make them drop that price. Uh, while they said it was going to be one thing, that tonight while you're praying, that this week, God, it will be something else. And for that, we say thank you. And for that, we say thank you. Now, can I get you real quickly? I don't have to do this all the time, but I have you do it periodically. Can I just get you to pray for me? Type of matter of fact, the type of prayer for me, type BKF, type BKF, BKF. And if you want to add something to your prayer, do that. But just type those initials, BKF. Pray for me tonight. Pray for me tonight. Pray for me tonight. Pray that we have favor. Pray that I have the right people in the right seats around me. Pray that my energy is strong. Pray that my passion is on fire for the Lord. Pray that I be more effective at reaching more people for God's glory. Pray, come on, I need y'all praying for me tonight. Come on, pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. I am not, I am not the type of person, I'm not the type of leader that says you can't pray for me. Pray for me. You pray for me every day. Pray for me. Pray that I am shalom, that nothing is missing and nothing is broken and nothing is lacking and all is well. In the name of Jesus, I'll pray that, uh, pray that unlimited resources. Come on. Pray that unlimited resources of finance, unlimited resources of human capital. Unlimited resources are made available and made available quickly. Pray that every door that needs to be open is open quickly and the doors that needs to shut, that they are shut quickly. Pray that there are no distractions. Come on. Pray that there are no distractions. Pray that there are no distractions. Pray that's like I've been leading you through group therapy and healing. Pray that I am 100% healed from the top of my head to the soles of my feet, that my heart is 100% healed, that I maintain a heart that loves God and loves God's people, that I don't uh, become a shepherd that because of hurt does not like people anymore. No, I don't want, I'm not that shepherd. I don't want to be that shepherd. In the name of Jesus, come on, pray, pray that influencers, that the influence that, as my call is to influence influencers, that those influencers, that their lives will begin to change, their vocabulary will begin to change, that they would not only be influenced, but they would also support what influences them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Y'all ready? Because I'm about to take this prayer to another level. You ready? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Thank you guys for your prayers. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, if you ever watch Harvest on a Sunday or Wednesday, you always hear my heart as it relates to giving. Uh, so much so last week, I released um, for you. And again, even if you're not part of Harvest, just stick, just stick with me. It's okay. It's cool. Prayers for everybody. All right. Um, last week, I released a, um, a video to give you four things to, to suggestions on how to use if you got your stimulus. I understand another, another group of folks are going to start getting theirs this week. And uh, it was tithe. So save, grow. Tithe, so save, grow. Can I get you to type those four things on the screen? Tithe, so save, grow. And I gave you those things last week. Um, and so here's what we're going to pray for tonight. I want to pray because part of my assignment, part of my assignment is not only for you to be debt free. You ready? But part of my assignment is to make sure that there are people that are connected to harvest. You ready for this? That are seven figure earners. I need y'all with me tonight. I, part of my assignment, because you're blessed to be a blessing. This is not about you self-aggrandizing. This is about you're blessed to be a blessing. And so now, here's what I'm going to pray. There's two prayers. And if you don't want to pray these prayers, that's totally fine. But for those of you that want to pray, here they go. Number one, you want to pray to be the number one giver. And if Harvest isn't your church, just pray to be the number one giver. If Harvest is your church, pray that you be the number one giver. Right, the number one giver. That's your prayer. There's the second thing. You pray that you'd be one of those seven-figure earners and above. Because some of y'all, you're going to exceed that. You ready? Let's go. 
All right. So type it on the screen. Say, so I pray to be the number one giver. Number two, I pray that I'm one of those that will be a seven figure earner. Let's go. Father, in Jesus name, I call out those two things. In the name of Jesus, God, why? We're blessed to be a blessing. It's not about us, Father, but we are blessed to be a blessing. We are blessed to be a blessing. And I pray, God, now for those that ask to be the number one giver in their church, God, in Harvest, God, I pray that you would make it happen for them, that you would make it happen for them. Your word says you give seed to the sower. You give seed to the sower. You give seed to the sower. This means if you see that we'll sow it, then you'll make sure that we have it in seed to give it. In Jesus' name, and I pray, God, for every person that is connected to harvest in any way, shape, form, or fashion, God, that says they're one of those seven-figure earners, God, that's a million and more. I pray, God, that you give them the right strategy. You give them the right investments. Come on, y'all. Let's call on God. You give them the right investment strategies. You give them the right business plan. You give them the right capital. You give them the right everything that they need so that that would be a reality for them. And they'd be able to mark down, God, March 22nd, 2021, God, that this is the day that we prayed for and that, God, that they would have the date to mark their testimony. Some of you need to screenshot this right now. Why? Because this will be the day that that prayer request went before the Lord, that that prayer request went before the Lord. And now he's going to give you the strategy to make it happen. I pray that you'd have the right investment strategy. You'd have the right uh, uh, um, uh, uh, and strategy as it relates to your retirement, that you'd have the right strategy as it relates to your business, that you would work smart and not hard. You'd work smart and not hard. You'd work smart and not hard. Nothing wrong with hard work, but smart work is most is more powerful than hard work. In Jesus' name, I pray, God, that their money would work for them. Why? So that your kingdom can expand, God, so that they can finance the winning of souls. So, God, when we need to build a building in a new city, they can write a check for it and get it done. That we don't have to kill fish and fry chickens to get it done. In the name of Jesus, I speak it now. In the name of Jesus, I call forth every gift, every gift, every gift, every entrepreneur. I call it forth now. In the name of Jesus, God, I call it forth and declare that it is manifesting in Jesus' name. Can I get you? Come on, let's go up right now. Let's go up. Let's go up. Come on, I need you to release a praise right there. Let's go up right there. Let's go up. Let's go up. Let's go up. Let's go up. Put a praise on the screen. Every platform. I need some of you to please screenshot this. You need to mark this day. I promise you, please follow my instructions. Please follow my instructions. You need to screenshot this. Mark this day. Mark this day because this is the day that you put the request out and now you're going to see him do it. <clears throat> now you're going to see him do it. He's going to give you strategy. He's going to give you strategy. He's going to give you strategy. I was watching a documentary or uh, actually it wasn't even a documentary. It's a little snippet. I don't know where I saw it. Maybe it's on YouTube or something. And it popped up on the screen. And I, I often take I will take screenshots of things. Um, so that I remember it, right? It's a it's a thing for me to remember. So I'll take a screenshot of something. Even if I see something crazy, like that's crazy, that's a mess. I will screenshot it so I remember it. Um, so I remember to pray over it or cover it or whatever needs to happen. And here's what's significant about that. And, and I'm going to tell you what's significant about us praying for this tonight. Um, what's so my God? What's significant about us praying for this tonight? Because I did not intend necessarily to go this direction. I got up what we're about to pray about, uh, but uh, this is the Lord. This is the Lord. This is the Lord. Um, and it was a thing about how years ago they were talking about Amazon and they were talking about how Am Sears Roebuck was the was the giant in that space. They were the giant. And they were talking about how Amazon um, was poised for growth. 
And they were saying, do you really think some company called Amazon that's all on the computer is really going to have the ability to take take over Sears Roebuck? And they were saying, oh, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. That was a few years ago. That was a few years ago. And and now Amazon, it, come on, who doesn't know Amazon, right? Whether, whether you like them or not, that's not the point. Who doesn't know them? Who doesn't know them? I pray that God prosper you in such a way that even, watch me, that it's not that people don't know you. They may not like you, but they, it's not going to be because they don't know you. Genesis 12, I need you to put G12 on the screen. G12, Jesus, uh, the, the word of God says that he would make your name great. That means that the report about you would be great, which means even if they don't like you, they can't say they don't know who you are. My God. Even if they don't like you, they cannot say they don't know your name. Even if they can't stand your guts, they cannot say they don't know your name. And while they think it's all about you, you can say, baby, this is all about God. This is all about God's kingdom. This is all about using my life to reach more lives. Do you know that million dollar chunk I wrote to my church? My church how many people my church will feed? How many people my church will clothe? How many business, uh, partnerships my church will get them? How many people will come to the Lord? And it is for the Lord's glory. And it is for the Lord's glory. Come on, everybody say, God, get the glory, get the glory, get the glory, get the glory. God, get the glory, get the glory. I really want to run tonight, prayer. You have no clue how, how difficult it is for me to sit in this seat right now. You see me rocking, but I promise you I want to get up and run. Let me tell you why this is significant about us um, praying for that um, tonight in particular. That is so amazing to me um, because a little less than a week from now, we begin what are called the spring feast. Can I get you to type that on the screen? We only got about 10 minutes left and then we're out of here. The spring feast. And the first of those spring, in the spring feast, there's seven biblical feasts that we honor. At Harvest, we don't honor Lent because that's not in the Bible. We don't do things that are not in the word of God. Nothing against those that do. We don't do that. We don't honor Ash Wednesday, white beforehand. Okay, we don't do that. Um, nothing against those that do. We just don't do that because that's not in the scripture to do. All right, uh, Leviticus 23, 1. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the children of Israel and say to them, the feast of the Lord, which you shall proclaim to be holy convocation. These are my feasts. All right. Feast of the Lord. A feast is a gathering uh, between God and men that God sets. And holy convocation means gathering. All right. A gathering. Holy means distinct. Convocation means gathering. Everybody listen. Everybody listen. Um, what happens, the Bible is based off of the Hebrew calendar not the Gregorian calendar named after Pope Gregory the 13th. It goes from January to December. The Bible isn't based off of that. Everybody listen. The Bible is based off of the Hebrew calendar. Can I get a few of you to type Hebrew calendar on the screen? The Hebrew calendar has four different starts depending on the purpose. This concept is important because it communicates that God is constantly creating new beginnings by design. Shut your mouth. That means every time a season change, God says it's a new beginning for you. My God. It's spring now, and God says, I'm ready to spring you forward. Let's go. It's spring now, and God says, I'm ready to spring you forward, all right? A feast is this. It's an appointed time or a kairos moment, K-A-I-R-O-S. I'm going fast because I'm almost out of time. It is a kairos moment. What is that, Bishop Foreman? It is when heaven invades earth. It's a meeting between God and men, which we gather together corporately. The first of those is this coming Sunday, this coming Sunday. If you can be in Denver on Sunday, be in Denver. If you can't, cool, watch online. Even if you're not a part of Harvest, I encourage you to watch online. Watch the 915 or the 1115 online. 
See, while your prayer, praise, and worship may set an appointment with God, a feast is an appointment that God sets with you. I need you to open your mouth and say, he's ready to meet. He's ready to meet. Come on, y'all. He's ready to meet. God is ready to meet with you. God is ready to meet with you. That's the feast. God says, I'm ready to meet with you. And the concept is simple. If you miss the feast and you fail to honor the appointment, you would have to wait until that time next year. Let me give you an example. The man in the book of Luke, remember how the Bible says one time a year, the angel would come down and stir the waters. Guess when the angel came down to do that? During a feast. Shut your mouth. And if you didn't get in that water when the water was stirred during that feast time, you had to wait until that time next year. I'm here to tell you, you are not going to miss your moment. Please, Father, don't let us miss our moment. There is a window of opportunity that is upon us, and we will not miss our moment. There is a window of opportunity that is upon us, and we will not miss our moment. There is a window of opportunity upon us, and we will not miss our movement. In Jesus' name, let's go. There are seven major Hebrew feasts, and all feasts embody Jesus. So anyone who is a Christian is presented with the opportunity to receive the blessing of the feast. Anybody saved can receive the feast. Stick with me, guys. All right. Seven is the biblical number of completion. So when we honor the feast, we see shalom. 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 First Samuel 2.30, those who honor me, I will honor. If you don't honor me, you will not be honored. When we honor the feast, God says, I'm going to honor you. Can I be honest with you? For many of you, you never, ever have heard this until you came to harvest. And that's great. And, and that's great because that's what God gives you shepherd for, to teach you, feed you with knowledge and understanding. All right. Let me tell you why this is important. Because sometimes it's not that you're doing wrong. It's not that you're doing enough of what's right. And you hear what I said? See, if you go wash some clothes and you have wipes that you're washing and you put in some washing powder and, 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 or, you know, the liquid and you're like, I'm washing these clothes. I'm putting them on hot water, but these whites are not coming out uh, uh, as white as snow. They're not coming out as clean as they could be. You didn't do anything wrong. You just didn't know you needed to add bleach. You better talk to me tonight, prayer. You just did not know that you needed to add bleach. It's the same concept. Sometimes you're not doing wrong. You just didn't know what to do. You didn't know what you weren't doing. That's right. Mm. And for many people, the feasts are one of those things because they've never been taught. All right. Those four feasts. Here they go. You ready? Passover. That starts Sunday, March 28th, March 28th, March 28th. That starts Sunday. Followed that immediately following that is called the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Immediately following that. Easter Sunday is called the Feast of First Fruits. The Feast of First Fruits says that whatever the first is, so goes the rest. Jesus got up. Listen, he didn't get up on Easter Sunday. It wasn't about bunny rabbits and eggs and all this kind of stuff. And nothing against eggs. I like a good egg. Watch me. Here's what it was. When Jesus got up on that Sunday morning, it, it, it was about this. Listen, it was about the, it was a feast day. It was the Feast of First Fruits. The Feast of First Fruits says that whatever the first is, this is the principle of first fruits, so are the rest. Which means when Jesus got up on that day of first fruits, he was saying, what I am, my people can be. So since he got up, I need you to type it on the screen. So can I. Since he overcame betrayal, say, so can I. Since he was healed from wounds, say, so can I. Since he laid hands on the dead and watched them get up, so can I. That's why Jesus says, greater works than these shall ye do. I need you to type on the screen, so can I, so can I. Whatever he is in him is in us. Did you hear what I said? Whatever is in him is in us because he is the first fruit. So whatever you see him do, think about it. Why record a book of stuff that he did? 
for you to study, not just to see what he can do, but to see what he can do through you. I promise you, I want to throw this mic. I don't have a mic, this remote. Not just to see what he can do, but to see what he can do through you. Father, you are about to do some amazing things through us. We're open and we're ready. You are our first fruit, God. And since you are our first fruit, that means whatever we see in you, so can we do. Whatever we saw you do, God, we can do it too. How you spoke and shut stuff down, we can speak and shut stuff down. How you cursed a fig tree, we can curse a fig tree. Come on, what are you saying? The life and death are in the power of our tongues. Whatever we saw you do, God, we can do it too. In Jesus' name. Come on, we're almost there. So here's Passover. It's the crucifixion of Jesus. It represents the blood being shed and applied at the doorpost. You remember in the Old Testament, uh, when the children of Israel, that night, the, the death angel came out and the death angel had to pass over every home that had the blood of the lamb applied at their door. So the, no, notice it's a death angel. Please listen to me. Please listen to me. It wasn't a death demon. It was a death angel. And that's an important distinction. Why, Bishop? Because when it was released, God says, I, want, I am releasing this to deal. You ready? I'm about to deal with who's been delaying you. Mm. Come on. I'm about to handle who's been mishandling you. I'm about to shut down what's been trying to shut you down. This is the death angel. Which means this was released from God. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me tonight on prayer. And because the Hebrews had the blood of the lamb applied, the death angel passed over them, hence the term Passover, but it got to the Egyptians and it killed the Egyptians firstborn sons and it killed the Egyptians firstborn animals. Y'all better listen to me. God says, I will get their house and I will get their money. I'm not going to have let them put you through 430 years of this and you not get paid. I need for you to open your mouth and type it on the screen and say, Lord, I'm ready. Lord, we are ready for you to, re, uh, to uh, bring us recompense, recompensate. Your word says, vengeance is yours, says the Lord. And you will give vengeance. That means you're going to take care of our enemies and recompense. That means you're going to pay us back. And for that, we say, thank you, God. We're not mad. We're not bitter. We're not angry. What are we doing in the month of March? It's group therapy. We are healing this month, God, because acceleration is for us. And because we didn't clap back, you'll do it for us. Because we didn't get messy, you're going to handle a mess for us. Come on, y'all, pray with me, God. Because we didn't let it make us bitter, you're going to get uh, the glory out of it. You're going to make us better from it. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. All right? So check this out. Um, check this out. Check this out. My, 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 That's Passover. It's the crucifixion. It represents the crucifixion. Now, the, the dates are a little um, different. Um, if you will, because of the Gregorian calendar, the day we celebrate first fruits and Passover, it doesn't quite line up the way that it should this year. Some years it does, some years it doesn't. But the 28th of March, this Sunday, it is um, the Feast of Passover. And the Bible says that during that Feast of Passover, that no man should appear before the Lord empty-handed. No man should appear before the Lord empty-handed, all right? No man should appear before the Lord empty-handed. And so I want to encourage you. Let me give you the scripture for that. Let me give you the scripture for that real fast. Come on, it's coming up. Come on, come on, come on, come on. If you don't hurry up, computer. All right, here we go. All right, here it is. Um, that is Deuteronomy chapter number uh, chapter number 16, verses 16 through 17. So um, during this particular feast, 
Um, it says uh, festival of um, unleavened bread. That's the beginning. Passover is the beginning of that. No man shall appear before the Lord without an offering or empty handed. So I want you to begin to pray uh, about uh, sow it, what you're going to sow on that day. And I'm, I'm going to lead us in that uh, as we do that on Sunday. Now, do you have to wait till Sunday? No. Um, you can do it tonight. You can do it tomorrow. You can do it at any day. But the scripture specifically calls for for that to happen. All right. So I want you to do that. I got three minutes before I got to hop off a of prayer. So I may do a pop up live tomorrow or Thursday or something like that to teach on it. Because Wednesday's message is going to or actually, can I y'all, can I can I borrow a few minutes from y'all? Can I borrow a few minutes? Can I get a thumbs up? I'm going to take a few minutes. I'm going to take a few minutes on prayer. Let me just take a few minutes. Let me set you up for this. And I'll probably do a pop up on um, either Thursday or tomorrow or, or something. Uh-oh, my TV turned up. Uh-oh. Okay, well, anyway, I don't know what's going on with this TV. Anyway, it did it to me last week, too. We'll get it, <laughs> get it figured out. Uh, let me say this. Um, as it relates to, or maybe because I'm at an hour or something. So it was a bishop on fire. So, so listen, l- let's go here. There were 10 plagues. That, oh, my God. There were 10 plagues. There were 10 plagues that came. Hey, Pastor, there were 10 plagues that came right before uh, right before the Passover. And so the significance of us praying what we prayed tonight about the seven figure earners, the reason that is so significant is because of the timing. I just want you to get this. There were 10 plagues that came and they represented their process of their separation from Egypt. Uh, I just need you to make this declaration and say, I'm separating from Egypt. Come on, type that on the screen. Every platform, I'm separating from Egypt. Egypt, literally, here's what it means. Egypt represents confinement, narrow confinement. Now, confinement's not a bad thing necessarily, but what Egypt uh, represents, watch me, uh, Egypt represents what was. Got it? And you're headed to next. I need you to type this on the screen. I'm headed to next. I'm headed to next. Now, I, I wouldn't do it during production. I wouldn't do it during production to be afterwards. All right. Now, watch me. Um, the plagues, listen to me, they never hurt the Hebrews. And that's how you have to view your trouble. It's not designed to hurt you. It's designed to usher you out to take you in. Come on here. It's designed to usher you out to take you in. Can I be real with you about the timing of this? I think it is so interesting that last year when coronavirus began to happen, began to happen, that it was right before the spring feast. And now, as we're seeing, it begin in many areas to taper off and come to uh, where we can see the light at the end of the tunnel that is happening. I mean, I even saw, I saw things. I saw businesses opening back up. I saw things happening. You got Disneyland, all kinds of stuff beginning to open back. And it's happening right before the spring feast. That's not accidental. There were 10 plagues um, that came. The first, um, uh, the first plague was uh, uh, Moses' rod turning into a serpent. Coincidental miracle. That's a sign and a wonder. The first plague, water in the blood. Fist died, stagnation. All right? Here's the first plague. It seems like all comes to a stop in your life. Nothing is going anywhere and you're stagnant. Has anybody felt stagnation in the last few months? You felt stuck, stagnant. All right? That's number one. Let's move to number two. Second is frogs. Frogs means I have stagnant water. Now I got these annoying Small little problems. These annoying small little problems. Does anybody, uh, not only have you dealt with some stagnation, but you've had these annoying small little problems in the last few months. These little things keep popping up and they 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 wreck your dog. You get so mad and angry. Y'all talk to me, prayer. Come on. I'm a few minutes over. I just want to get this in. 
The third plague, the lice or the gnats. I mean, something is always in your face and it follows you wherever you go. It seems like you can't seem to get away from whatever this is. And the gnats came because of the stagnant water. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The fourth plague, flies are everywhere, but except where the Israelites live. Come on. In other words, I'm watching other people's trauma, but it is not my trauma. Fifth plague, the Egyptian cattle dies, but not the Israelites, not the Hebrews cattle. I'm watching other people's businesses suffer, but mine. You're watching other people get laid off, but you. You're watching other people's sales decrease, but yours. Come on, y'all. The sixth plague, there's boils on the Egyptians. You are watching the Egyptians' bodies go through stuff, but you're not going through the same stuff. Seventh plague, hail and fire rained down from heaven, yet it did not consume the Hebrews' land. So you're watching other people's stuff being set on fire, but your stuff is secure. You're watching other people give up, but your stuff is secure. The eighth plague, locusts filled the earth. Locusts are a Hebrew idiom for bad decisions. Let's go. Locusts are when you start making bad decisions. Is there anybody where in the last few months you have made some decisions and you're like, what? What in the world was I thinking? What was I drinking? What was I doing? What was I on? And you wasn't drinking nothing. You won't own nothing. Where y'all at? Talk, 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 talk. Come on, I got to go. All right. Locusts filled the whole earth. What's amazing about that is that the scripture says locusts filled the whole earth, which means it seems like your whole world is full of decisions that you are second guessing. Full of decisions that you are, who am I talking to? Full of decisions that you are second guessing. Here's the ninth plague. Darkness fills the whole land. Darkness represents, please listen to me. Darkness represents the, um, uh, ap, um, the, excuse me. Darkness represents the absence of the presence of the Lord. Check this out. Here's darkness. Darkness is when you feel like, God, where are you? Who am I talking to? Who in the last few months, you've had some moments when you have said, God, where are you at? Where are you in this? Where are you in this? Darkness represents the absence of God. Darkness represents the absence of the knowledge of God. Who am I talking to tonight? But in the last few months, you've been like, God, where are you at in this? Where are you at in this? Let me tell you, darkness will make you question your call. Darkness will make you question what's happening in your life. Darkness will make you question, God, am I supposed to be doing this or am I supposed to be? Darkness will make you question everything. Who am I talking to? Y'all, if y'all haven't shared this, please share this tonight. Somebody needs to hear this. Click the share button. Somebody says, Bishop, you all in my business. Come on here, 527. All right. And here's the 10th plague. You ready? The 10th plague is the firstborn died. The firstborn died of the Egyptians, not the Hebrews. But I want to make a point here. I want to make a, a point here. The firstborn, scripturally, it represents your inheritance. All right? It represents a dream you had or a vision that you had. And it looks like, please listen, it looks like the thing you thought would happen will never happen. Where y'all at? Who on prayer tonight, it is look like the thing you thought would happen, that you thought you just knew it was supposed to happen, that that thing looks like it is never going to happen. Please talk to me tonight. Please talk to me tonight. But God, but God, come on here, y'all. But God, but God, I just want to read this scripture to you. I see you. Y'all talk to me. I know I'm moving fast because I'm over time. I know I'm moving fast because I'm over time. I know I'm moving fast because I'm over time. I need you to share this if you have not shared this. I need you to say this. I see your responses. Your comments are coming in late. I see you now. 
All right, let me have you, let, let me help you with this. Let me help you with this. When they honored the Passover, please don't miss church Sunday. If you're on prayer, you're probably not going to miss no how. But if you don't normally come to church, come to church on Sunday. If you're in Denver, if you're part of my digital family, I need you locked and loaded online. I need you like on your screen, like let's go. I need you ready to go. I need the screen to be black while you while you still logging in. Come on. I need you to be on it. I need you to be on it. You ready? You ready? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. When they honored the Passover, when they honored the Passover, here we go. I'm in Exodus 12. I'm in verse 28. And we're about to write this out. And the Israelites went and did just what the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron. They followed the man of God's instructions. Now at midnight, the Lord struck down every firstborn male in the land of Egypt from the firstborn of Pharaoh who sat on his throne, the firstborn of the prison of the dungeon, firstborn among the livestock. During the night, Pharaoh got up, he and all his officials and the Egyptians, and there was loud wailing in Egypt, for there was no house without someone dead. Ready? Exodus 12, 31. Then Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron by night and said, get up, leave my people, both you and the Israelites, go and worship the Lord as you have requested. I need you to I, I need you to type on the screen. I'm about to get what I prayed for. Please type it. I'm about to get what I prayed for. Please type it. I'm about to get what I prayed for. Pharaoh said, do just what you asked for. This is why you got to pray. Because on, on Passover, Passover is when prayers are given a yes. My God, Passover is or when prayers are given a yes. I'm six minutes over. Will y'all let me finish? Passover is when prayers are given a yes. There's a yes in the atmosphere for us. There's a yes in Atlanta for us. There's a yes in Denver for us. There's a yes for you in whatever it is you're doing. There's a yes. You're about to get what you prayed for. Wow. Wow. I probably need to do another live for this. All right. Verse 22. Take your flocks and your herds, just as you said, and depart. And bless me also. He says, listen. While you've been in this situation, you've been stacking. While you're in this situation, you've been getting skills. While you're in this situation, you've been gathering. You weren't being punished. You were being prepared. You weren't being picked on. You were being picked. You were being uh, sent to the back. You were being prepared for the front. He said, take all your flocks. Where did you get your flocks from? You started building them in Egypt. My God. Look, verse 32 and in order to send them out of the land quickly, the Egyptians urged the people on. So in other words, the Egyptians said, go, 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 go. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out. Uh, 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 quickly. Quickly. For otherwise, they said, we're going to die. So the people took their dough before it was leavened. Remember I told you Passover is first? What's immediately after Passover? The Feast of Unleavened Bread. They took their dough before it was leavened, carrying on their shoulders and kneading bowls wrapped in clothing. It didn't have time to proof. That's why you have the Feast of the Unleavened Bread. Because it's going to happen so fast, there's some stuff that's not ready yet. You have to take it with you. Mm. Father, I thank you for our quickly. I thank you for our suddenlies. I thank you for our immediately's in Jesus' name. Come on, let's go up in the spirit, guys, for 10 seconds. Let's go. 10, come on, release the praise. 9, come on, release the praise. 8, come on, let's go. 7, every platform. 6, I'm almost done. 5, I'm almost done. 4, Three, let's go, y'all. Two, one, listen, listen. Verse 35, this is so important. For the Israelites acted on Moses' word and asked the Egyptians, please listen to me, 
the Israelites did what Moses said. They acted on his word. So when I give you an instruction, please follow it. You know, you please follow it. And ask the Egyptians for articles of silver and gold and clothing. Shut your mouth. I think it's significant that the Lord would have us to pray about you being a number one giver and praying about seven-figure earners. Again, and this is not about cast cars and clothes, guys. This is about being a blessing. Please don't ever reduce what I'm saying down to materialistic stuff because it's so much bigger than that. Please don't ever box your God into being a God of a designer brand or label. Your name is a designer brand or label, okay? Don't do that. But check this out. And the Bible says, and the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of Egyptians that they granted their request in the way they plundered the Egyptians. Listen to me. They left Egypt loaded. They left Egypt rich. They left Egypt with the wealth of the Egyptians. Did you hear me? They left Egypt with the wealth of the Egyptians. I'm going to say it a third time. It's so interesting that we're praying for this tonight because when they left Egypt, they left with the Egyptian stuff. <clears throat> what are you trying to say, Bishop? They left Egypt. So this is how you know money is not the promised land. Because they left Egypt with money on their way to the promise. This is how you know money is not your promised land. They left Egypt with money on the way to the promised land. They had silver and gold and a new wardrobe. You're about to look new. God Almighty. And you're about to have more. You're about to look new and you're about to have more for God to get the glory. In Jesus' name. Guys, I'm out of time. I, I got to go. Let me do this tonight. If you are on prayer tonight and you are not a Christian, on three, I need you to do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. If you want to recommit yourself to the Lord, you do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me on every platform. If, number, if you're not sure about your relationship with the Lord, you do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. All right. For those of you that already know the Lord and you want to sow into prayer, prayer was a blessing to you, be a blessing to it. And I want you to sow into prayer. How can you do that? Use Listen, you can use Bishop Formal with the number two. Cash app, the dollar sign, Bishop Formal with the number two at the end. If you want to use the cash app, do not use the other cash app. You'll be getting an update on that soon. All right. You can also use PayPal, Zelle, Givelify. Um, uh, what's that other one? Venmo, Harvest Church Give, or hello at harvestchurch.church. You can give that. All right, you can give that. Somebody says the number to sow. Uh, that was Exodus 12 and 31. Put those numbers in, whatever you're going to sow. Put those numbers in it. Uh, a 12 and a 31. Uh, was that 31? Right, 12 and 31. Put those numbers in it. Do 1,200, 12,000, you're loaded, 120,000. Put those numbers in it. Connect those numbers to that. All right, somebody asked that question. All right, um, you can sow that way. The best way to go is harvestchurch.church forward slash give and you can sow there. Harvestchurch.church forward slash give and you can sow there. Guys, the spring feasts are starting. All right, um, this is a supernatural time. This is also when Judas was acting up. All right, so I need you not to take anything personal that happens during this week, during the next few weeks, during these spring feasts. I'll teach you more of it as time progresses. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. On three, say, it's me, or do the hand wave emoji. One, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. Wave at me or say, it's me. Wave at me or say, it's me. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Do that hand wave emoji or say, it is me. Come on, wherever you are at, wherever you are at, hand wave emoji or say, it's me. Come on, we were waiting on you. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Over 109 people have given their lives to the Lord so far this year. We believe more and more are going to continue to come to the Lord. Amen. Amen. Come on, come on, come on, come on.
Come on, come on. We're waiting on you. Come on. I'll wait. Five. I'm waiting on you. Four. I'm waiting on you. Three. We are waiting on you. Two. We're waiting on you. One. We're waiting on you. I see you. Come on. Everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, thank you for your love for me. Say, because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I'm reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 If you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, I need for you to text the word decision to 55498. Text the word decision to 55498. Every platform, I have digital ambassadors literally that are standing by and I appreciate so much on every platform that um, can connect with you uh, in that way. Uh, so we just want to see your decision and celebrate your decision. Guys, real quick, I'm 15 minutes over. Let me say this. But did this bless anybody? Did this bless you? Wave at me if it blessed you um, tonight. Let me say this. Prayer, or I mean, excuse me, church on Wednesday is going to be amazing. This hope, this will not be cutting out like this next week. I don't know why it does that. It's supposed to go for an hour and a half. We're never going to an hour. Anyway, um, but let me say this. Church is going to be amazing on Wednesday night. Wednesday night's message is um, called Help. I have rejection and abandonment issues. Oh my, help. I have rejection and abandonment issues. Wednesday night, listen, you better come ready. In the building in Denver or online, you can watch on any of our digital campuses. Sunday's message is uh, help. I have mommy and daddy issues. Wow. These are going to be amazing words as we're in our series group therapy. I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. I know I went 15 minutes over, but I pray that you are good. Thank you for your prayers for me. Love you tremendously. If prayer bless you, go so into it tonight. So, so, so. Bless what blesses you. Um, Bishop Foreman with the number two cash at dollar sign. Bishop Foreman number two. Do not use the other one tonight. We're still experiencing challenges with that. So we're going to update you on that. Just in time. Come on here. Um, and when, oh my God, Wednesday's message is going to be so good. Oh my God. I, I, I finished it last night and I was like, woo-wee. I wanted to just like go live at like two in the morning or whatever it was and preach it to you. But anyway, love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom to you. Bye-bye. Shalom, y'all. Shalom, everybody. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin from makeup remover wipes to hydro boost water gel facial moisturizer. BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd. Only at BJ's.